And I'm going to now segue into, because Dr. McKenzie was leading us very helpfully there <laughs> when it comes to this issue of sort of vaccine nationalism, <laughs> about a slightly bad week for the French. Um, has anybody noticed what's happened in France this week? Apart from the fact the refereeing on Saturday, which we're not <laughs> going to discuss. What's happened in France this week? Well, I mean, I suppose the highlight or the low light as it might be for Nicolas Sarkozy is, of course, that he has been uh, done for uh, fraud. Um, he's been convicted, former president of France. Um, and I think what's interesting about this is that people are drawing sort of similarities between Sarkozy and Trump. Um, Nicolas Sarkozy has been found guilty of corruption, influence, peddling. I mean, that sounds similar to some of the allegations that Trump was presented with, at least in his first impeachment. Um, so I think for um, Sarkozy, not a good week. Um, he may still avoid actual jail time because appeals are underway but the reputational damage that this has done is pretty significant he's the second head of state in modern france at any rate to be convicted of corruption um and so i think this is a pretty bad week for him i know you said that he's the second to be found guilty not not actually the second one to be corrupt um, <laughs> you know, that, that'd be a very different that'd be a very different <laughs> Um, sorry, all my friends, all our French followers. I mean, they've just abandoned us. Uh, I apologise for that. Um, yes, yeah, so interesting times in France. Uh, Sarkozy, Frankie, he's also, I believe, on a, on uh, facing trial as well on the issue of um, campaign mm -hmm. uh, funds. There's alleged that he was receiving suitcases uh, full of uh, dollars or whatever. Uh, Euros potentially from uh, Colonel Gaddafi. Um, I was just going to say as well, I mean, the problems get worse for France, I think, in some ways, in that um, there's been a revelation this week that some supermarkets are not going to be stocking petit pois anymore. Um, they are instead going to be stocking British fancy peas, which, um, you know, I found moderately amusing. But there's a bit of a, a serious side to it, I suppose. So here's an attempt to de-Europeanize food products. I mean, will we be seeing, you know, Brussels sprouts in the future? Who knows? I mean, for some of us, that might be a positive thing. But it seems to reflect with a slight surge in sort of flag-waving nationalism. And, and Macron having to backtrack, linking us back to the issue of vaccines, mm. of course, about the take-up of the Oxford vaccine. So mm -hmm. not a good week for the French. Uh, you mentioned sort of nationalism. Um, well, let's have a look at the S&P, if we can, because they are not having a good time at the moment. We covered quite a lot about uh, this issue last time, but of course it's such a fast-moving story. I think it won't affect the outcome of the Scottish Parliament elections, because the Scottish National Party has such momentum behind it, there has been a consistent majority in favour of independence for at least a year, if not more now. Uh, and I think nationalist voters, when it comes to the privacy of the ballot box, will overlook these little sort of sectional arguments in, in favour of the, the bigger prize, which is independence. Um, I'm going to slightly disagree with Dr Stanley here, actually. I don't think that support for independence is as entrenched as you know perhaps suggested um certainly we've seen a decline in support for independence uh, in recent days um it's something like oh, 52 percent or something when you aggregate the data um 
say that they would vote yes in independence referendum. I think the high has been 56, something like that. So I'm not sure it's convincing enough to um, encourage um, Nicola Sturgeon to call a second referendum immediately upon winning if she does in May, but we'll see. Um, but I think one of the, the interesting polls that's come out is that um, over a third of Scots say that the inquiry into the handling of the Salmond affair um, has made them less favourably inclined towards the SNP, although most people are still saying that it's not really had much of an impact. I think this opens up an opportunity for the Conservatives to sort of point at both the fractures within the SNP and actually the, the things they haven't done well. If somehow the Conservatives can unite actually get a proper um, sort of vision for Scotland Ford, they can make use of this opportunity to actually point out all the flaws. It's a risk, but I think it's one the Conservatives have to take. Well, I, I would say there, Tom, that um, it might be the Conservatives stepping into the bridge, but you would really expect it to be the Labour Party, um, who looks to regain some, some sort of control in Scotland. And did you notice what happened with the Labour Party in Scotland this week? Well, the Scottish Labour Party's got a new leader now, which um, is, is really interesting. Um, and there have been sort of criticisms, actually, of the response to uh, the new Labour leader, whose name immediately escapes me. Um, but nonetheless, um, yeah, a really interesting sort of change of tack, I think, for the Scottish Labour Party. Can they galvanise voters to their cause? Well, that remains to be seen. I mean, as we've alluded to in previous uh, podcasts, we've said that Labour has got a long way to go, I think, to win Scotland back. Um, but perhaps a slight change of tack, a, a change of feel for the party. And I think perhaps a slight disassociation for the Scottish Labour Party from the Westminster Labour Party may be beneficial for them here. So we wish Mr Sawa, my producer, just told Thank me. you. Uh, so thank, thank you, producer. Uh, Mr Sawa, the new leader of the Labour Party in Scotland, so we wish him well. Uh, indeed, all leaders well, but I'm just going to put on record, <laughs> I believe that Nicholas Sturgeon is a goner. Whether that has any impact on the overall movement to independence or not, we shall see. But I think I don't think she can survive this. 